Hey, y'all, welcome back to Boundaries and Grace. I'm your host, Taylor Chandler. I'm a licensed mental health therapist. And today I have Dominic. And Dominic and I have always just clicked really well since we met. We met in a life coaching class. And um, I'm going to let him tell you what he does. But his spirit is just so calming and peaceful and yet so energized at the same time. And I love the way he takes people through his work. I've seen him in action. He's actually done one-on-one work with me as well, as in he was my coach, coaching me through a session um, in several different uh, several different days events several different sessions there we go in several different sessions he has taken me through some work and I think that he is super super talented and gifted and I think you're going to get a lot out of what he has to share so that's my intro for him and I'm going to let him tell the rest all right y'all I'll see you at the end Here we go. Dominic, can you? Well, shit. I already told him. (laughs) Can you please introduce yourself? Give us who you are. Act like you didn't just hear that. Tell me what you, who you are, what you do. Yeah. My name's Dominic. It was said it. Uh, And here I am. I do a lot of things. And one of the things that I love to do is teach breath work, teach yoga, all different be a guide in that way as well as a coach and yeah I'm just super honored to be here because I really respect Taylor and everything that she does really honored to be a guest on this show because this show is fucking amazing y'all <laughs> well, <thanks laughs> it really it. is thanks yeah. and I'm glad to have you here all of our conversations are always so fun so I'm so happy oh, yeah. that you're here. Can you tell? Because I think breathwork, do you? It was new to me. Is yeah. do, is it new or is this been around and it's just like coming up? Like what? What has been the trajectory of breathwork? Okay, I mean, I, it's, I mean <laughs> it's been around a long time. We really, really don't know exactly how long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, at least, at least five hundred years in a codified form. Probably mm-hmm. older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see it in the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. It's spoken about. And then there's the Hatha Yoga Patsika, which is, I think it's about 500 years old at least, and it's a five version that you know of it. So it's been around a long time, and it's becoming very popularized. Yoga in all forms, one of the limbs of yoga, Pranayama, has been really popularized in the last 100 to 200 years. In this mm-hmm. country, mm-hmm. so that's where we find a lot of the modernized, you know, expressions of it in the yoga studio and on these Zoom calls, right, right, <laughs> wherever. Like, yeah, because breath work itself is it's like kind of like meditation or yoga itself. Where like it's become this like contemporary has this contemporary feel yep. to it, but has been around for like civilizations and like thousands of years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure people have been doing this since they've been reading. <laughs> good point, Dominic. Good point. Good point. <laughs> so it's kind of like, of is everybody doing breath work? It's just a matter of how well are you doing breath work? Hmm? Hmm? How is breath work different or the same as meditation or mindfulness? Like, what? what, what, is, what is, is there a difference? There is, yeah. So in the Yoga Sutras, 
this is a preparation for meditation. So the limbs, the, the asana, the postures, and the pranayama are preparations, as far as I understand it, for doing meditation better. And and that, that happens. You see a lot of people start out a meditation practice, and they've got they're like, oh my god, I I'm thinking about one thousand things right now. Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm daydreaming about uh, my work schedule tomorrow, or I'm reliving memories from the past. And so pranayama and asana are specifically helpful. It, it's particularly helpful for for pretty much anyone who has any kind of past or future projection. That they're going through throughout their day, yeah. Which is most of us, right? We are living in the past or the future at some point through our day, as opposed to the present moment. And so these two uh, practices help us clear out that baggage, help us get clear, so that when we sit down to do meditation, we're actually able to be more absorbed in the present, mm-hmm. and really, really deeply, really, really. You know, when we go to meditation without asana and pranayama, it's still possible to get really deeply absorbed in the present moment. But these practices help it, help facilitate a deepening of the meditation practice. What is pranayama and asana? Right, so um, asana is a practice of the movement of the body, which helps us detoxify the body, it helps us... um, yeah, strengthen the body, strengthen the nervous system, clear out uh, trauma that's stored in the body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's one of the limbs of the Panjali Yoga, uh, uh, the Yoga Sutra. So it's the, the limb that most of us start at. So it's the movement of the body, mm-hmm. and different postures of the body. And what most of what we see and um, uh, was popularized by a few different people, but there's a lineage <clears throat> as far as we can trace it. As far as I understand, uh, Desikachar and CKS Iyengar were two very prominent figures in, in disseminating this into the United States, disseminating this in, in, in all of the forms that we mostly recognize asana and postural practice. That's what you normally, you go into yoga studios, see people doing downward dog. That's thanks to CKS Iyengar and all these other people who took this, what we understand, as far as I understand, it's been around for a really long time, and then it was codified and mixed with uh, martial arts uh, from the the military practices in India, and kind of all lumped together in a form that we see it now. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it's, it's, it's the movement of the body for the sake of clarity. For the sake of getting clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with the breath. Pranayama is the movement of the breath uh, consciously to help us clear out the stuff that the body's hanging on to, to clear out the nervous system, to clear out the, the little pathways, the blood vessels in our body. There's so many things all at the same time, and all these things all together help us achieve greater clarity, help us achieve greater presence and move what's called literally yama, uh, prana energy life force through our body so, yeah. well this yeah. sounds like a really big deal <laughs> it's kind of a big deal 
it kind it's of also kind like <laughs> it kind of sounds like the key to everything. Is that what it is, or what? Well, it can be. Mm-hmm. If this is something, mm-hmm. if this is a, I the way I look at it is this is something that helps you um, do it. You know, if 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 you try this and it really works for you, then then it's probably something that's meant for you on your path. Mm-hmm. It can be the key to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It can be the key to a lot of helping you get clear with yourself, get congruent with yourself, move through your traumas and your anxiety, your depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, not even that, but like move more deeply onto your your path. Mm-hmm. Of where you're, where where you where you currently are, and where you're going, it's an incredibly empowering practice. How does that? How and is that all possible with breath and posture? Like, why? Maybe this is like a complex question, so I'm going to ask you to like <laughs> do your best. <laughs> so, like, how is it breath? Why is it breath? Like, as I'm I'm thinking about someone who's listening to this, it's like, of course, you know, like I. I'm all with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. But I'm yeah. wondering uh-huh. about uh-huh. people who listen yeah. to it who are like, it's just my breath. How is it going to move me along my journey and give me all of this clarity and uncover or heal these traumas? How is that even possible with breath? Question. It's a great question. And the fact is that 90% of us probably don't breathe nearly as deeply as we could. If you take your lungs and you stretch it out flat, you could cover five, like you could cover like square footage more than a tennis court. You know, more than uh, what a tennis court? A, a tennis court, yes, yeah, huge. Like oh, the wow. fibers in your, or or more. I might even be uh, underestimating that, but but basically, and if you stretched it out, like just the tubes that are our lungs. Uh, like, if you took these tubes that the oxygen goes into in our lung system and you just stretched it out, it would cover the entire earth. You wrap it around the entire earth. So we have a huge capacity to take in oxygen, gallons and gallons, and we mostly just get cup full during the day, most of us, including myself, if I'm not present in this practice. You know, like, and so where I'm going with this is when you're stressed out, when you're afraid of something that's about to happen to you or you're thinking about something that you don't have a lot of control over, one of the body's responses is to go into fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And that changes your that changes your your breathing pattern as well as your physical posture. Mm-hmm. And so over time we get sort of a neural network buildup. Uh your brain wants to protect you from a danger or perceived danger. And so it's going to go into a protective state and your breathing is going to change your, your mood, your hormones, all of these things change based on something that may or may not even be real. And a lot of the times it's not a lot of the times it's a memory that we're living with. A lot of the times it's an association with like our boss, makes us angry, so we're kind of addicted to the emotion of the anger or our, you know, one of our friends. We kind of assume the way that things are going to happen, 
and not puts our body into an assumptive state. It could be anything. It could be performing. It could be, you know, it's a lot of things. And so how can the breath help all of this? When you do an exercise like pranayama, any of these techniques, it brings in a bunch of oxygen. It brings in a lot more than the system used to hold it. Right? So at first, your body is going to get used to that. At first, your body is going to be in almost like a state of, not quite shock, but like you might feel tingly. You might feel like you're buzzing. You'd be like, what's going on here? I feel like high or like I'm about to pop out mm-hmm. or something. Like ten different things, you know, uh, all at once. And what's happening is your, your, your nervous system, your body is learning to not be in its assumptive state anymore. In a what state? I didn't catch that. Uh, assumptive. Like, like by that, I mean uh, your body is assuming that there's a danger or a threat. Mm, mm-hmm. It's preparing. Your body for, is, like a, for it's preparing, an yeah. It's mm-hmm. in a fight or flight. Uh-huh. And uh, certain parts of your nervous system are activated yeah. in preparation for that. But when you do an exercise like this, it helps retrain the body. Literally, like, rewrite, not only mentally, but physically. Yes. Uh, so, how your so, body so, is so important. So important. Yeah. So, both of these things help you reprogram, in a way. Yes. Yes. I feel like that's a... Um, a popular word now, reprogramming. Everyone yeah. wants to reprogram and unlearn and relearn and all of these things. And this is one way mm-hmm. to do it. Um, so a lot of people do forget the physical part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ends yeah. up being a lot of talking. I deal with this a lot. Um, yeah. where, it's a, where maybe someone has done a bunch of research on their own or, you know, I've, I get like all of, almost all of my clients from Instagram. So at that point... They've already like been following hashtags, been gone through hundreds of the posts, hundreds of my posts already, read a bunch of captions, read a bunch of books, listened to all the podcasts and others. Um, and so they've learned a lot of information, but they're not doing new information. Yeah. And I think that this is a really good way to like do literally do the work and not just think about it yep. and keep it in your head, but really to get into your body, especially with trauma because trauma lives in your body and not in your brain. So this practice um, can be super helpful for that. But for people who are still yeah. like, kind of like, mm, yeah, probably not. Like I breathe every day and I'm still traumatized. Um, is there, <laughs> is there a story that you can kind of paint for us that you could share yeah. with us about how breath work has worked for you or someone that you know that has gone through a process and a couple of sessions or many sessions that has helped them move yeah. through some trauma or another significant issue that they were facing? Absolutely. And for those listening who are like, eh, I'm always breathing. Of course. We're, always, <laughs> we're all always breathing. That's what keeps us alive. So this is really just a way to, it's not like you're getting more alive, but in a way it kind of is. Like when you think about it, the same way that your body is processing its vitality from the air is a way to process more vitality. So if you're someone like me who for many years struggled with 
you know, philosophically, I get it. You know, you kind of have this grasp. You're like, yeah, I have trauma. I'm moving through my trauma. I have anxiety. I'm coping with my anxiety. But you're still, like, you're at this point where you're like, I understand it intellectually. Like you said, people do a lot of talking about it. do a lot of thinking about it. But in order to get it into the body, you know, there's something there's, there's something that's not quite there. You know, there's a movement or an activation that's not quite. Mm-hmm. So, like for me personally, for me personally, like I, I had been through therapy. I had been through whatever. I had a meditation practice. Uh, I was exercising regularly. Things like that. Like I had a lot of elements in place mm-hmm. that things would lead to good mental health. But still, like, I had a lot of trauma to work through. Yeah. And when I started doing this, I didn't even realize what was what was stuck in my body. You know, I didn't even realize. Like, I figured, like, I'm pretty happy. Like, I'm, I'm most of the time, like, I'm, I'm decently present. And if I'm not, like, I know how to cope with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, quote, unquote, talk through it. You know, which, which can be very helpful for the mental part of things. But right. physically, we don't even realize, like, where it's stored in the body. And when I started doing this, I had a week or two where I just started crying. Mm-hmm. Just like this random things would set me off. And I realized what was happening was my body was retraining mm-hmm. itself to process things in the moment instead of holding on to them. Wow. And so I just had all these deep releases and like tears, tears and like whatever, you know, like, like uh, all these different emotions coming through me in the most intense way they ever have. And I realized, okay, something like this really, really, something like this is necessary to keep on top of our emotions. And there are many ways we can do this, but for me, this is something that I found really mm-hmm. helpful. And, and not just for me, but the people I've shared this with, like I have a friend right now who is, you know, he's he's kind of like in one of these transition periods where he's like moving into something really good for him, but he's still like working through a lot of stuff in the past. Like he's he's found his way through this situation, but he's in this transition phase, right? Mm-hmm. And he's coping with a lot of like self doubt, mm-hmm. coping with a lot of fear, mm-hmm. and like moving through it, doing the work. But he came to one of my classes and he was like oh my God, I can't believe how different I feel before and after doing this. It's like you click the switch and the feeling is like we could do all this work. We could put in all this effort and energy. But like, sometimes I feel like, like where are we actually going with all this? We want to get back. We want to get to a present self. We want to get to a state of peace. We don't want to just perpetually be working, fighting this emotion. You know, like we don't want to just always be working, working, working. Right. You want to actually get somewhere. Right. And, and, when, and when you do this, you, you, at the end of it, you're like, oh, I'm here now. Like, I'm where I am. Mm, yeah. Finally. You know, and meditation helps that too, too, but like, yes. asana and pranayama are really important for, told, yeah, yeah. you get me? Like, where you're actually going, which is right here. 
right now. Yes. Like, and then, as, you know, and it feels really good to not have to be going somewhere. And yet at the same time, it's really the only way to get anywhere. It's kind of like, I feel like yeah. when we, when we're talking about this kind of stuff, it can kind of feel like, I think because it is such a holistic, literally a holistic mm-hmm. practice. Sometimes when I feel that we're talking about it, it's like almost sounds like paradoxes, you know, like slow down to do more. Like, um, you know, when you can be present, then you can move forward. And it sounds like kind of like these paradoxes, but it's be, I don't know. I just have always thought that that was interesting. I kind of attribute it to being because it is such a holistic practice. It does always feel like this complete circle. Um, But then also because of that, because it does sound so like counterintuitive almost, Actually, is it, is that the word? I'm going to say. It can be. Yeah, I think it can. I think actually the word that I'm really looking for is countercultural. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and that's the funny, really paradoxical thing about the culture that a lot of us live in, is that there is this mindset of improve, improve, succeed, succeed, succeed. Uh, And there's a lot of a comparison trap. Right, like we see a lot of people, coaches, mentors, uh, even people doing yoga, you know, with this kind of like, oh, if you do this, then you'll get here, which is kind of counterintuitive, countercultural. That where the counterculture comes in is that the the point of this all is to get where you are, and once you get to where you are, then you can continue to go. It's like you have to be present yes. to be able to get to the future. Yeah, you know, you have to. The only way you can create anything because that, that's like that's the really. only thing that's reality. So like everything else is yeah. just like yeah, an yeah. illusion. Like you're not actually, you can't actually work with something that's not there. So you've got to get yeah. super present and like super into reality. And this kind of thing helps to do that. I was having this um, last night. So I started a new group yesterday reattached was the first time yesterday and I was feeling such anxiety and during the group mm-hmm. I was feeling such I was like consciously having to take my own advice <laughs> and like be I was like yeah okay every like Taylor relax like I was really feeling like very like self-conscious anxious um all these things and trying to not be and then after the uh-huh. after the um session was over I was going over it in my head again and again and yeah. again. And this doesn't typically yeah. happen like too often now. Like the rumination doesn't really happen too often unless it's something that's kind of like new, um, which is normal for anybody, right? Like when we're going, because that's out of our comfort zone. And this, even though I've done so many groups, this was that first group. And I was like, okay, what would I tell someone to do next? Yeah. Right. I did this. Like, yeah. I did a five, I did, I think it was, just I was a five minute meditation and just like going into literally just breathing. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to put on ocean sounds in the back. I'm going Mm -hmm. to sit down and breathe for five minutes because I heard this works. And and it's like, I do it all the time, but like, but then, (laughs) you know, like, is it a, and and that moment that was like one of those times where it's like, okay, is this, is this a practice that I have or is this really who I am? Right. Do I really believe that this, that breathing Without, you know, it wasn't because it wasn't a guided meditation. I was like, okay, I'm literally, I'm consciously just going to breathe through it. Um, Is this something that I can, that I'm really going to, in a sense, rely on to bring me back to center? I'm telling you, Dominic, that 
that yeah. five minutes, five minutes. And yeah. I've been ruminating over it. It was probably like three hours. No, it was probably two hours after group had ended. So it had been about yeah. two hours of like going over to my head, like, what am I going to do? Trying to like think myself out of it, you know, telling myself the positive things, telling myself like no one else th is think is as, you know, judge is judging you the way that you're judging you which is true um you know telling myself all of the things that I knew were true but it was like I've got to do something different I can't just think something yeah. different in this moment because yeah. I'm thinking for two hours and it's not working so it must mean that something needs to change now that two hour span in the past could have been two months or a year you know what yeah. I mean like we have we've had oh yeah we kind of close that gap but after that, after that five, after I, it was two hours of like, okay, I'm kind of tired of thinking of this. Let me just go into breath. The exact question that I needed answered, the exact like validation that I needed from within that I, you know, exactly what I wanted, um, that I was looking for, for from someone else. Like I wanted, I wanted validation. I've recognized from like group members or from some, I needed someone, I felt like I wanted someone to tell me it's okay. And I was like, okay, like, what if I yeah. don't? And if, what if I can just yeah. read through it and like see what comes up? And it was exactly what I needed. So I'm saying like it just works. <laughs> it really works. And in a way, like just physiologically, that's a way that your body is telling itself that it's okay. Yes, yes. That because there's no threat. There's no threat, exactly. Like it's the ultimate, one of the ultimate tools for proper self-soothing, you know, or proper, even just, You know, uh, yeah, it's a, it, you could call it a coping mechanism, you could call it a practice, you could call it all these different things, and the fact of the matter is, no matter, you can you could meditate for an hour in the morning, and you can walk outside, and something triggers you really hard, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And we're all just human beings going through this experience. We all have something to improve, you know, always, we all have something to learn, mm -hmm. I would say, mm -hmm. all the time. No matter how much you do this, no matter how much and serious you are about your practice, life is always going to show you something. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, yeah, you said well, something you can rely on. It is one of the only things that remains con constant throughout our whole human experience when we're alive is, is our breath. So yeah, we can always come back to it at mm -hmm. any moment of any day. It's always there. Yeah. And yeah, it's, Consistently, something that you can do to not only calm yourself down, but like empower yourself. You know. Yes, I'm feeling so out of control and, and being like moved by everything. Yeah. If someone doesn't have like trauma, which we all do, but anyway, I'm just gonna. This is for the people who think that they don't. If someone doesn't <laughs> consciously, con so let me reword it. If someone isn't conscious of how trauma might be yeah. affecting them. Um, yeah. Or maybe has been conscious of it, but feels like they've successfully worked through it, whatever the hell that means. Um, who needs this the most? Is it people that are conscious of trauma or need to work through trauma? Is or 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 who who does this work for? What anyone who breathes needs this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, if you're if you're really lost in your trauma, if you're really actually depressed uh, or struggle with anxiety on the daily, yeah, this really, real, this will really help you. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I can, not only me, but you can, you can 
you can find out for yourself in two minutes whether or not this would help you. But but really, the um, this will help anyone, and even someone who feels though they have a pretty solid grasp on their life for sure, and feels in a really good place, mm-hmm. like I did when I what like I did when I first started learning this. I actually felt like I was pretty stable, um, pretty happy, pretty healthy, and yet it still took me to the next level. So yeah. almost like like anyone on this planet can benefit from this. Mm-hmm. And even if you already have a practice in place, trying this can help you take it deeper and also stay current with your processing of things. You know, because we can do a lot of, we can be really, really good place and then all of a sudden things start to build up again or we have a trauma that we, or a trigger I should say, that we don't realize it's still in our system, in our brains, in our bodies. And then all of a sudden, like you said, Bailey, like we're for two hours ruminating on something, even though most of the time we are pretty clear and present. So yeah. And I think will like, help when you think about yeah. like trauma is, is, is can, are things that I'm going to say the word minor, even though I don't mean, I don't really mean it because, yeah. um, when I'm saying minor trauma, I'm meaning the it's perceived as minor. So I just want to be really clear yeah. about that because trauma is trauma. So I think that I just want to highlight that because sometimes when we think like, okay, I can use breath work to move through trauma, we're thinking like, oh, I just got a divorce. Maybe this will help. Or I just, um, someone in my family just died and maybe this would help. Or I have an eating disorder and, and, um, that is rooted in this trauma and maybe that will help. But we have many traumas throughout some days, not all days, but yeah. there can be like these uh, more minor instances of like pain that happen that we don't address that we've sort of like come become desensitized to. And so I think that what you're yeah. to your point about it just being a part of your practice and always being able to come back to it. And I think yeah. that's so important because it will help to release those negative, painful feelings that you haven't even become mm-hmm. conscious of yet, but your body has yep. attached to it. So yep. you can just kind of like, it's almost like um, insurance. Yeah. Yeah, and if you interact with anybody throughout your day, you know, you there is always the opportunity that, or possibility, I'll say, that, even if you are really strong, if you're really um, grounded in yourself and your energy, whatever, you know, if you're going out into the world in any capacity or interacting with anyone else, there's there's the possibility that some of what they're carrying is leaking or rubbing off, rubbing off on you without you realizing it. So like Taylor was saying, this, this, having a consistent practice of either meditation or breathwork or both it helps you, like, it's like cleaning your kitchen, you know? Like, yeah. you don't want to be doing that, like, once a year. <laughs> you want to be doing that, like, once a week, maybe, or however, yeah. at least, you know? However it is that you, once you notice the dirt starts to build up in your kitchen, that's when you're going to clean it, you yeah, know? Whenever, it, whenever you notice it starting to affect your mental health, like, mm-hmm. or, or your, your clarity of thought, you know, that's when you're going to start yeah, cleaning Yes. And so to have to have a to have the rag and the water and the soap to actually clean with is the first step. 
you know. So whatever it is for you, whether it be this or something else, there's a way for you to keep current with your with your micro traumas or your micro triggers mm-hmm. that you don't even realize your brain is running on a default list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so and 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 like you were asking before for the people that feel like they're already really strong in their lives, already really have a pretty good handle on most of their trauma. These techniques help you like create more of that and create more of that sense of wellness in your life and assure it and make sure it's like wired into your body so that you don't go through a spontaneous month of depression again or don't go through three hours of anxiety again because you your the way that your brain and your body is wired is resilient to um, small insignificant triggers that come from the outside world. Mm-hmm. So can't stress that enough that it, that the tools are in your hands and you have a way to to take ownership and to yeah make make what you want to see out of it. Yeah. To be accountable for your own life. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Dominic. What is the most frustrating part about healing or about being on the journeys? I talk about. I talk to a lot of people who get frustrated uh, at the beginning of work. It can be like really exciting, you know, when someone wants to yeah. do something about their life. Like typically, there's some energy behind it, right? Like oh, I can't wait for this to work for me to get to another place. And then there can be a time that comes for some people where it feels frustrating because maybe they're not, um, well, for a couple of different reasons. So that's what I'm asking you. Like, what do you think is the most frustrating part about the journey to someone becoming more whole? Yeah. There's two main frustrating things. The one, the first one that comes to mind is when you're first starting. Uh, when you're first starting, you don't believe that it's going to change mm. yet because you haven't seen anything. You haven't seen the results for yourself yet, so you, it's easier to give up or it's easier to mm-hmm. turn back on mm-hmm. the old, mm-hmm. old patterns, old coping mechanisms because you're just like, I just don't think it's going to work. You know, maybe it works for, I just, don't, I just don't believe you. You know, like you see people who do this and it looks like it works for them and you go, yeah, well, it doesn't work for me because I have this problem or I have this issue in my life. You know, it's, 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 it's easy to talk ourselves out of it. And on top of that, once we start doing the work, we get into all of our garbage and we go, I don't know if I want to deal with this right now. <laughs> we go, I don't know if uh, it's time to go through this. And so it takes a long yeah. time sometimes. It yeah. often does for any of us. Yeah. It takes it's a gradual process because you can't really force your way through it. You can't really uh, just take the trash out. It's like a, it's a, it's a whole, you can, you can. Um, and yet most of us, it's going to take a while to build the muscles necessary. So it will be hard at first, right, to start doing the work. And we don't believe that it's going to get easier over time until we see for ourselves, oh yeah, actually this really like, I was really calm today for five minutes or ten minutes because I did this. And 
until we start seeing that over time, uh, then we start, you know, when we start seeing it over time, then we start believing that it's good for us, and we start believing that it's better for us than what we were doing before. Yeah, it takes a lot and of faith and trust at the beginning. You, yeah, I guess, you know, and I did say that there is some energy behind it and there does have to be some energy behind wanting to yeah. take a step, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you believe that it's going to work. And that's, that's a whole different, yeah. that's a whole different category. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Like there's one thing to do it. And then there's another thing to believe that what you're doing actually makes sense. Um, yeah. And it is very gradual. So, so I find that it does it that a lot of people aren't fully prepared from day one, aren't fully prepared for the amount of time that it can take to go through the process. And at the same time, it's not, it's not your job to be healing all the time. You know, like, like I think part of our culture also gets like a little bit addicted to healing self work. And it's okay to be like, this is where I am. And, and, and that's, that's the second thing I was going to bring up. You say, what are the most frustrating parts? And the second part is, you're never going to get there. <laughs> you're never going to be, quote unquote, perfect. And that's the sort of counterintuitive part of this. Is you're, like, where you are is as perfect as it's going to get. And learning to be in that present and actually saying, oh, like, the present moment, the journey that I'm on is is what it's always going to be like. I'm always going to be learning something new. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be a human. I mean, you're not always going to be human, I don't think. But right now. Whole different life, episode. Be, whole whole different episode, episode. Okay, we are not whole going episode. We're not, we're not going, going that one. No, we're not But what I'm going to say is, <laughs> what I'm going to say is that like, while you're human being, while you're having this human experience, you're you're always going to have emotions. You know, you're always going to have triggers. They might not be big, uh, but but you're always going to have these um, patterns to work through. So to just actually come to peace with that, and come to peace with the fact that like the work is always happening, and also. If you can settle into this moment and enjoy it, then, then that's life. It's beautiful. <laughs> so that sounds great, right? That sounds awesome. That sounds what great. is that actually? Great. How does someone? It sounds like what you're saying is that in order to work through this journey of human life, that settling in and being at peace with where you're at would be really beneficial. Like that would, fe- that, that would make someone feel good if they could do that. But what does that mean? Because people tell people to do that all the time. Like be at peace. How does someone get to being at peace? What is something that they could do like today to move towards being a little more at peace with where they're at than they were before? Well, it's funny because it's not even being at peace necessarily. It's just being fully where you are. Like, okay, if well, you're angry, you <laughs> yeah, if you're angry, go ahead and, like, 
feel that, move through that, be actually angry and express it in, in a safe, as, as safe and healthily as you can, obviously. Mm. Um, but, like, I think there's also this idea that, like, we, in order to be at peace, we have to, like, bypass ourselves. We have to, like, cut ourselves short from our process in order to, like, be perceived, perceive ourselves as being at peace when we're really not. So it's, like, it's not, not necessarily about being at peace like be where you are in your experience be really really there and if you don't feel like you can do that move literally just move you know move something in your house move your body move your breath because that's going to help what's stuck actually get released yell scream Whatever, you know, do something to, to change and shift the energy that you're in. Mm. And that will help. That will help you be where you are, you know, and that will help you move through what you're moving through. Mm-hmm. And of course, we, we hear it all the time, just just be present or just relax or just be at peace. And honestly, that doesn't help most people. You know, it doesn't even help me when I'm in a state where I'm upset. you got to show yourself. You have to show yourself in your own body mm-hmm. by yeah, I totally agree. By getting into that actual nervous system response yeah. by doing something by by moving it yourself. Yeah. So yeah, trust yourself. You know that's that's the that's another huge thing. And, and trust that it's gonna trust God, trust the process, trust whatever. Know that it's gonna be okay. But it's hard. I mean, I know that that's hard too. I know as a person, any of us, in a time when our body is stressing out, we need some way of showing ourselves. So, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Like, if you can't get to like the full, like, I believe that I'm okay right now. Yeah. Then yeah. just do, just get up because what's not going to help is just sitting there yeah. and being like, oh, well, exactly. I just can't, I can't, I can't. And exactly. um, like at some point you've got to, you've literally just got to do something. If you can't, if you can't believe something. it, you got to do something different. So I'm right. That. And, yeah. And a deep breath never hurts. Never if hurts. you have 10 seconds, a deep breath never hurts. And I'm talking a full, not like a, <laughs> but like a, <laughs> You know, like, like put your, put your hands on your stomach, put your hands on your diaphragm and like through your nose actually go. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of, a lot of people say that they're trying and I have to say that like uh, most of the time that's not true in the sense, (laughs) let me qualify it before somebody gets pissed. Um, yeah. Meaning that, like, when we get really frustrated, when it's like, I'm feeling so anxious and I just can't not be anxious right now. And we say, okay, uh-huh. well, did you breathe? And they're like, I'm trying. And it's like, but you're not in that moment. Uh-huh. And so I just really, um, I agree. And it's challenge anybody to, you know, yeah. like when you get frustrated and someone does offer, like, hey, have you tried to take a breath? And instead of just yeah. jumping to, like, it doesn't work, like, literally try it. Like, actually do it. Uh-huh. Um, because I think a lot of times uh, we're speaking too soon and not actually allowing something to work. Um, yeah. Yeah. So take that yeah. breath. What take do that you, breath. What do you want? What's one thing that out of everything that you've shared or maybe not shared yet, what's something that you yeah. would want someone listening to this 
to really walk away with knowing for sure? Yeah. It's a great question. It's a beautiful question. And the first thing that comes to mind is for everyone to understand that. And yeah, that they are the medicine that they're looking for. Like you really are the person who will change your own life. You know, there's no one outside of you. There's no secret uh, other than what you already have. You can, we can always benefit from the wisdom of others, but really like it's, it's you. It's you and you have the power to change your situation. You have the power to change your, the way your body is responding to things. You have the power to make your life whatever you want it. You really do. You really, really do. And it's in your hands. It's in your body. It's in your breath. And if you were to walk away with one thing today, is to just have that trust for yourself. Just have that faith that you really are going to move through this, whatever you're going through, and you really are fully empowered to change the things in your life that you don't like, you know? You really, you really are able to. And it's not a part of you think. It's a lot simpler than you think, actually. And you can start with the next few breaths. Start with a nice deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> Start with a nice deep breath. And, and just okay. like, like, but even, you know, just to kind of wrap that up, like, yeah, I guess taking a nice full deep breath. Was that the wrap? I, I can't, I can't. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, just self-trust. Mm-hmm. That's all. And what some you said something you said something earlier um, about the trying, and I wanted to speak on that. A lot of the times we feel like we're putting in a lot of energy, and that's true. That's valid. Like we, in whatever life situation we have, whether we're going really difficult or not we're all putting in energy towards something you know whether it's working or not for us is a different story so to just accept like if you are feeling stuck in something you are feeling like you're doing 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 trying really hard to know that like that energy is not going to waste um necessarily and it's not going nowhere but if you want to change it you can bring it back to you can bring it back to yourself and this, this is one of the ways you can do that through meditation and breath work. This is one of the ways you can start bringing all that force that you're putting out into the world back to yourself and just have a pause where you can redirect and try something new, try a different approach with your energy. Try a different approach with where you want to be putting that energy. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. For that and for introducing some people to this if it is new because it is new for a lot of people so I just thank you for making it touchable and giving yeah. such like a 
something that is made to be this kind of complex, mysterious process, something that is um, much more simplified and just as impactful at the same time. So thank you for that. Thank you, Taylor, for giving me the space to almost go off on a tangent. <laughs> and even sometimes and even sometimes go a little bit um, really deeply into things. Y'all feeling good? <laughs> I thought so. Y'all, if you are interested in talking to Dominic more about the services that he offers, his links are below. And if you enjoyed this episode, please take three seconds to rate this in the app store. Make sure you hit that notifications button so that you don't miss any future episodes. All right, y'all. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week for the finale. Bye.